When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here on Zoom with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. <laughs> and we're sad that we're not all together, but blame Baskin Robbins. <laughs> so yes, we're three Baskin Robbins. We're here today to discuss season three, episode 14, Prince, a very special episode Ooh. in the history of New Girl. Uh, before we do that, we'll pass around a feeling stick. Joe, do you have anything? Um, no, not today. Okay, Heather. Okay. I do. Um, there is a new series on HBO Max, and it's called Run, and the star is none other than Schmidt's ex, Elizabeth. Oh, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's a great actor. She takes on those challenging roles. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and now we all know that Megan Fox used to be on New Girl, and she is currently in a topless ad with Kourtney Kardashian for Skims. Mm, Joe looks can- really excited. <laughs> yeah, I I did look at it, but she's actually is- never. She's actually not, hasn't been clothed in about a month. That's all you see everywhere. It yeah. is. The and new Joe, thing is sheer dresses are the new thing. Oh, they at, are. At the oh. VMAs, there were a lot of sheer dresses and at the Met Gala. Well, and don't forget that Courtney is Joe's favorite Kardashian. Oh, Always I remember. Her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, her and Megan are BFFs. Why are you putting that in air quotes? They're literally friends now because they're dating two guys who are friends. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it's not, it's not like a fake friendship. Any other I don't know how I has. feel about Machine Gun Kelly. Um, yes. So we're talking about Megan Fox. Uh, just a reminder to everyone that Brian Austin Green is back again this season on The Connors. I didn't know he would be. And last but not least, um, it's not really feeling stick, but I don't know where to put it because it came to me this week. Why wasn't Remy in the video last week? Well, they're probably scared. I don't think Nick wants to go hang out with Remy or encourage that, you know? Yeah, okay, all right, I'm good with that. Okay, so my feeling stick is I'm so excited because we have a copy of the unofficial New Girl Cookbook, Tastes Like Schmidt, Recipes from the Loft. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I'm holding it up and pausing. The people listening to the podcast can't see the Zoom video. So this was Super by Rachel exciting. and Hannah, who sent it to us. They sent us one copy to have and one copy to do a giveaway on our Instagram. Stay tuned for that next week. Their note says, quote, they can't wait to hear the Joe Flick summary of the cookbook. But Joe's in Arizona, so he hasn't had a chance to read it yet. I'm going to randomly open to a random page. There's probably a lot of charcuteries in there. Probably. Probably. And let's see. This page has the gave me cookie, got you cookie recipe. Oh. And this page has mama gets her biscuits. 
So it's all <laughs> quotes or references from the show and then corresponding recipes. Now the other copy is going to go to Heather since she's one of us who likes to cook the most and she's going to try some of the recipes. She's going to give us some feedback in future podcasts. I'm going to start with the Z is for zombie bread. Z is for zombie bread. Zombie and I just want to say thank you to both of them. And if you are listening and you're like, hey, I want to win that, stay tuned to our Instagram soon. And if you don't win it and you want to buy it, I don't remember how much it costs, but I remember clicking on the Amazon link and thinking, that's not that bad. So you should definitely get it. It's just, even if you don't cook, it's just fun to have because there's a lot of really good, funny little puns. A bargain at any price. Exactly. That. So that brings us to... The Netflix discussion of season three, episode 14, Prince. Joe, this is a very important episode. Let's go with the Joe Flix description first. Well, this one, if you pay attention to the show, I think it should have been called Fire and Ice, your <laughs> way to a celebrity party. Because that was funny. I would call it Fire and Ice, the story of warm water, warm water. <laughs> all right let's listen to the netflix description and decide if it meets up to joe's jess and Cece are thrilled to be invited to a party at the home of music legend prince but of course the guys plan to crash the bash horrible description what do you guys think i go with joe i like the one. crash the bash because it mm -hmm. rhymes but joe's is way more creative as always i go joe flicks i don't even know why i ask you just always say joe flicks I will always represent Joe. Okay, so guest stars from this episode are very impressive. They include Prince, as Prince, as himself, Clayton Kershaw, Alessandra Ambrosio, Anna Beatriz Barros, Luis Ribeiro, and Michael and Zane as the bouncer. So this was an episode that was fun because it was a lot of celebrities. Now... I would say we could get into a discussion about how Prince asked to be on the show, but uh, we already went through that several episodes ago with the costume designer. So we'll skip that because everyone pretty much knows. Heather, did you have something you want to say? No, Zoom just raised my hand for no reason. Okay. So let's get but, he's, a, um, he's, a big, he, he's a big on. fan of the show. Oh, he's a big fan of the shows. For those people who didn't listen a couple episodes ago, we should tell them. He was a big fan of the show, so they had him on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a big fan of the show, and he asked to be on. And as is notoriously known on the internet and was talked about in that podcast episode, if you haven't listened to it, go back to season one. It was our first interview with one of the uh, costume designers. The Kardashians had filmed a cameo at the party as well. And then like on the way there or something, Prince's people were like, yeah, like again, we just wants to make sure there's no Kardashians there. He's like going to cancel it. And so they like scrapped what they had. And Zoe told a story about someone came and tore that page out of her script and like tore it out of everybody's script. So he wouldn't even see that it had happened. And Heather, how do you feel about that? Given your love of all things Kardashian for whatever reason. Well, I don't love them as much as I used to, but I think I know why that would have happened. Because one time Prince pulled Kim on stage and she wouldn't dance with him. Right. But his ex-wife, Mai Tai, is friends with Kim. And maybe he just didn't want to be associated with the TV show they were on because, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't. It was a good show. strong feelings. All right, that's, that's a big opening. So let's get into the episode. So the guys are in the loft watching sports. 
And that's when we find out that Jess's underwear is in the dryer and Winston needs someone to move it. And Schmidt keeps saying panties, really weird. <laughs> and they're just being complete knuckleheads when Jess and Cece come in and find them trying to move the underwear with a stick that isn't hers, by the way. And they find out that girls almost got hit by an SUV and the person in the SUV felt so bad, they invited them to a party at their boss's house and their boss is Prince. And now they're going to a party at Prince's house. Must be nice. Must be. Now, it wasn't nice for me to see the dance that Cece did. It was out of character and I don't want to see it again. Well, people get really excited about Prince. So I think they lose their cool. Okay. So Jess is in a terrible sparkly oh. ridiculous outfit horrible trying to decide what shoes to wear and winston says what are your open toe options <laughs> he comes in and takes her away and nick's acting like he's so glad they're not going to the party when winston shares that nick used to be obsessed with prince and do an impersonation oh. of him at the school <laughs> so funny schmidt comes so in, good. in a suit because he thinks he's going to the party and this was supposed to be that party that takes him to the next level when he gets rid of all of them and finds better friends when Jess comes out. And it, just kind of like that first episode when Cece dressed her looking really beautiful. Any comments before I go on? Uh, I didn't think it was that beautiful. Okay, Joe. I think Cece looked gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I like Cece's dress. Mm -hmm. Wait, have they left in the limo yet? Not yet, Joe. Oh my gosh, that was the best part. I didn't even, well, I like how Schmidt kept touching Nick's leg every time a play happened on the football game. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Give my leg, give my leg. And then we didn't talk about enough about the panty scene because they they would say, how do you say panties? It'd be like, oh, in the hood, we say panties. And then they, they, then Schmidt's like, no, they're pandies with a D. And they're like trying to butcher the English language with trying to say how they did it. And I don't understand. How are they not Jess's panties? Those don't look like Nick's. Uh, because they all hook up with so many girls, Joe. Probably from oh. Schmidt's box of leftovers. Yeah, no one was saying it was one of the guys. There's a pendies. <laughs> Unless <laughs> like Winston. We're getting in the limo. And Nick, overcome with how pretty Jess looks and getting caught up in the moment, says goodbye to her and I love you. And as the window, or as the window, as the limo pulls away, she just does finger guns because she doesn't <laughs> know what else to do. And the guys awkwardly walk away, just leaving him there. Oh, that was so cringy, right? Totes. Have you guys ever given finger guns to someone who said they love you? <laughs> no. no. But so why I are you laughing so hard? You do weird stuff all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but not finger guns. <laughs> I have not said it back to two separate boyfriends, but I did not finger gun them. Well, I'm glad you didn't say back to hardened criminals that you love them. <laughs> I said, stop committing felonies and I'll consider loving you. They're back at the bar <laughs> and Nick is with the other guys and he's saying it just slipped out, but he really does feel that way, but he was going to wait and he's feeling terrible. So they decide that they need to take it back and so the guys get in the car to go to the party. And this is one of my top five favorite scenes of New Girl. 
And it's a, two of my top five favorite scenes are probably in this episode. And it's so underrated because there's so much happening with Prince, but they of course are doing another ridiculously over the top product placement car commercial in the middle of the episode. With the Ford Fusion, yeah. Aimless plug. Is so isn't your car a Ford? Yeah, I, mean, I got the Ford Edge though, not the. I think I think that they you watch New Girl so much now that they like subliminally got you to buy their car. <laughs> yeah, be they should pay Joe for buying it. Right? <laughs> so they're talking about gas mileage, and they say, you know, I've have never been turned on by gas mileage. That's crazy. And Winston goes, I was turned on by gas mileage once, and the way Schmidt turns and has a yeah. and looks at him, and he goes, When was this? A Thursday, that's all I remember. A Thursday? <laughs> and Schmidt's face after, like, of his disgust? I don't know why. I think about it all the time, especially when people say Thursday. So we're out inside the party. Jess is not enjoying herself because of the finger guns. And she's, like, yelling something about who she is or her name. And Clayton Kershaw turns around and says, I'm Clayton Kershaw of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And she says, I'm Jessica Day of the astronaut or something. Los Angeles <laughs> of the astronaut. the Los Angeles astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> and Kershaw's like, oh. <laughs> so um, the guys are trying to get into the party, but they can't because they're not on the list. And that's when Coach, actually this episode, everything about this episode is amazing. That's when Coach and um, Winston decide they're going to do fire and ice which makes warm water baby warm water and pretend <laughs> like they haven't seen each other in so long and kind of made it sound like they were in a war together maybe and their friend died and then say wow what a special night we hope nothing ruins it and that's when the <laughs> like Come on in. it was freddie who died it was freddie yeah, yeah. Joe, and of all people schmidt can't get in joe you used to work at a nightclub would fire and ice have worked on you you know, I I didn't work the door, but like uh, I don't know. A nightclub's different than a Prince party, though. Prince party got way more stringent on your uh, your uh, screening of the guests. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you hear doozies on how I lost my ID as you mm-hmm. look like twelve oh. to me. <laughs> I bet you hear all kinds of stuff. So then oh. Nick and Schmidt decide that they could do it. They'll be ham and cheese instead of fire and ice. They don't <laughs> rehearse. Nick turns it into a fight. And Schmidt's like, it's okay. We didn't rehearse. We didn't rehearse. That's why. To the bouncer. And Nick. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Nick Trojan horses his way, ducking down into the models. But Schmidt can't get in with the models. And he's freaking out because he's got to get into the Prince party. Meanwhile, inside, we see Jess. And Nick finds her. And when she's about to say that she loves him, she passes out. Heather, this one's for you. Have you ever passed out when you're going to tell someone they love you? Because that seems like something you might do. Um, Not when they're going to tell someone that they love, that that I love them. But I I faint all the time. Okay. So in theory, it could have happened. If I'm at the doctor's, if I'm sick. Got it. Or good or bad happens. Okay. One time, Joe was getting a giant needle put in his back for back pain. Do you remember that? And I passed out, Joe. Yeah, but I generally, you know, I'm pretty functional. Like, one time I had a stroke, and I drove to work while in the show. I'm not. One time I had a stroke. Why do you bring that up? No, I'm going to get upset. 
just say that I'm functional and I, I usually don't pass out at trauma, you know, traumatizing things. So to be responsible, since we actually have several listeners now, if you feel like you're having a stroke, we feel like you should dial 911, not drive to work and see if it gets better. Just to clarify. I love how laissez-faire Joe is. Once I had a stroke. One time I had a stroke. <laughs> Anyways. So we're outside with the whole group. They're checking on Jess and Nick's like, I just want to take it back. It was an accident. And, and you know, Jess has the audacity to look upset after all the nonsense she's done. When Schmidt falls out of the tree, well, he's breaching <laughs> the trees above with a Frisbee and he's like- That's purple. Yes, Prince must be terrible at Frisbee. And That's yeah. the best line. He goes, Prince must be terrible at Frisbee. There's 10 of these up here. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when Jess asked to talk to Nick alone so they could talk about how they feel when all of a sudden, who appears? But Prince. And it's just silence while he's talking to them. Oh, how rude of me. Go ahead. You haven't given me a chance to freak out. (laughs) And in what is another one of my top favorite scenes, Nick scream and then pass out. (laughs) And I I mean, just... I would just like to note that Schmidt is the best fainter on this show. See, it's interesting because I was going to say that I really enjoyed the way Nick kind of fainted, like one of those wind blowing things you see at a car dealership. Yes. <laughs> like he like went like sideways, sideways, sideways down. And, and Schmidt's was more of like a 1800, like trying to get a man's attention, like faints. Well, yeah, he's like, I'm so upset. Boom, I'm A down. swoon. His was a swoon. A swoon. And Nick's was a faint. Well said. Well said. Thank you. So they're sitting with Prince awkwardly in silence. And um, eventually Nick is asked to leave by Prince. And he's hesitant, but he goes. He can barely talk because he's so excited. And he says to Jess, do you like pancakes? Which I remember the first time I'm watching it thinking that was so weird. Like, it's random. Yeah. So Maybe there was like, like a thing back then like prince like pancakes or something it went over or he's mysterious and weird i think that's he's mysterious and weird weird, yeah well they went to like a waiter's kitchen you know we're not and like a small kitchen it wasn't his main we're we're not there yet but yeah but i do have a question why is prince it's his party he should be mingling with everyone why is prince randomly helping them well because it's a tv sitcom oh okay yeah (laughs) i'll buy that or the great Gatsby, he was never out at his parties. I mean, things sometimes celebrities throw their parties and end up kind of like, these aren't even people I know. I'm going to go to my room. I think they just want people to see that they have a nice house. Perhaps. So Schmidt's trying to hide from the bouncer. So he starts dancing with Cece and we see a little spark again. Ooh. And then we see that Winston and Coach are doing the fire and ice, which makes warm water with the models. When Nick interrupts, and tells him to take a walk. No one's interested here. And when she takes off her jacket, it's like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> and they're literally Victoria's Secret models. Like, that's kind of top tier. Right. And then we see in the kitchen, what were you going to say about the kitchen, Joe? Is it a butler's kitchen? Is that what you said? Yeah, it was like a butler's kitchen. It's just a small kitchen, usually off the main kitchen, where the, where the butler, it's like his quarters, where he hangs out for the party when not oh. needed. Yeah, I think it's called Butler's Pantry. Yeah. And it's mini, the, the Butler's Pantry is a mini kitchen. Well, all I know is I would love to hang out or have hung out in the 
butler's pantry eating pancakes at prince's house because that's pretty random but cool and weird because it's nighttime but anyways so then she says she's scared to tell nick she loves him and he says that's stupid and she says you're stupid which is what i do <gasps> all the time oh she says it to prince though you and then there's prince. silence he goes i forgive you oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> i laughed so hard i rewound it like three times yeah that's a good one it's all good. i like I like when she said to Nick, she goes, Nick, I thought I'd never say this. Yeah. But I need some alone time with Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, like, I think that line is probably one of my favorite. It might be my entire favorite of the season. About shut up? You're stupid. Oh, oh you're, are you stupid? Oh, I said Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she says she wished she could be more like Prince, which launches into a Prince fashion show of him trying to dress Jess. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I meant to go back and listen, but didn't we hear that that was his clothes that he brought that she wore at the end? He did style her himself for that scene. Heather, do you remember? No, but I thought she was wearing a dress. She was wearing a head bracelet too. Probably not his head bracelet, but. Probably not his dress. Yeah, she had some kind of head bracelet on. Right, she had a hairpiece on. But I, I remember them saying that he actually brought the clothes to dress her. I'm not saying he had a dress that was his that he gave to her, but he like, because he was very, you know, into fashion. Oh, no, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know Yeah, okay, I, sorry, I got confused. I don't know where I got that, so I think it's accurate. <laughs> anyway. No, you told me that, like, as soon as I got new girl, you told me. So then they're in a garden with some butterflies flying around, landing on Prince's shoulder. Then he traps her in a dark room and pops up out of nowhere and says, stop being afraid. And she's ready to go find Nick. Meanwhile, Schmidt is with some models. So he's ready to level up to get his new friends and to hook up with these models. And he sees the rest of the gang being loud at the bar playing Lemon. Lemon. Yes, trying to set the record. And he comes over and ends up chewing the whole lemon to literally <laughs> just blow the record away. And I was very proud of him. Rarely is he mature, but he was then, right? Yes. Well, to clarify, eating a lemon whole probably isn't mature, but. Well, I like how he goes over there. He goes over there and he says, well, we're at a party with all these billionaires and celebrities and you guys over here playing lemon mouth. Right. And he goes, yeah. Right. Give me a rhyme, CC. No, rhyme me. Or rhyme me. <laughs> and you know, I can kind of relate because I mean, not for my own parties because my own parties were always very inclusive of everybody. But I, I would have like different cliques show up. You know what I'm saying? But when I go to a party and like if the party, I won't say is above me, but it's kind of like you know, like. I don't really know those people, so I'm not going to talk to them. You just gravitate to your crew. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you kind of do your own thing, whether you talk, whether you dance, whether you party. You know, it's kind of your your own crew. So that's what they were just doing because they're not okay. going to go and, you know, party with Clayton Kershaw. Jessica didn't even know who he was. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That happened to us once. Like, remember we got to our aunt's house on Easter and our aunt lived like an hour and a half away. And then we sat on the couch and we were only talking to each other. And our granny goes, did you have time to do that in the car? <laughs> I don't remember that. It happened. <laughs> I wasn't saying it didn't happen. 
So Jess finally finds Nick and yells out that she loves him. And then Prince comes on stage and invites her up and she magically knows the words to his new song. She oh. brings the gang up on stage. And once again, we oh. have poor Jake Johnson dancing like this. With the backup <laughs> dancers though. With Prince, how humiliated must he have been? Everyone cares about Prince. And you have to dance and you're doing this. <laughs> and, and with the backup, but it was cool because like he, he made himself part of the backup. But notice though the words of the song were something to the effect yeah. of fall in love tonight, tonight. Yeah, yeah perfect so then they're in the loft and it's completely silent and they're just like how do we go on from here how did you know the word she says prince is magic when suddenly they realize they don't have cc and we see her playing ping pong with prince with jess is doing terrible but cc already crushes it once and prince throws the paddle down in anger and walks away and that concludes one of the craziest episodes of new girl ever that was such a cool ccc it was well, it was a neat way to end it yeah it was very it was perfect so we'll open that up to our normal questions like for example joe what was your favorite jess look from this episode probably with the hair bracelet there the hair bracelet. I bet hair bracelet's yeah. gonna end up in the dictionary now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it's not a hair piece because that was her real hair. So it wasn't a hair piece, but no. she had like, you know, those girls wear those things on their head. Yeah, you could still call it like a hair piece. It's like yeah. a piece of jewelry. Like I wore I wore the diamond hair piece to the gal over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Heather, what was your favorite dress look? Um, my my favorite, um, I made a list of everything I hated. Um, I just need your favorite. I, I put the headband was okay, was good, but the dress I didn't like, the coat I didn't like, it wasn't party worthy. I don't understand how she fit into Prince's outfit. I don't know why she got to take it home. I'm just all over the map. Okay. My favorite so the head was bracelet. The head bracelet. My favorite look was just at the party. I personally loved it. I thought everything about it worked. It was so Prince-esque and just different enough from what she normally wears. And I thought she looked beautiful. So my best dress uh, actually goes to Jess on her way to the party when she's wearing the first terrible outfit because it's just so Jess. And it's where do they find an outfit that was that like sheer and sparkly? So it's a weird best dress, but that's mine. Heather, what's yours? Oh, um, mine is a tie to Nick and Winnie B in their uh, flashback of when they were in the Prince. Oh, good one. Okay. Yeah. Joe? In terms of what? Your best the favorite dress, show? Best dress for this episode. Well, oh, not, not just Jess, but everybody? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Because they all wear the they all wear the same suit, except one wore a two thousand dollars suit, and then Winston wears two hundred dollars yeah. suits with the tie attached to the lapel. I think it was the socks came stapled to the lapel. He said, "Oh right? yeah, the socks to the lapel." Yeah, and no one yeah. would give him knuckles about it. Yeah, he, he was wear very anything and look amazing. Okay, so that brings us to favorite Schmidt moment. Joe, why don't you open it up with your favorite Schmidt moment for this episode in terms of this episode? Oh, it had to be, it had to be when he came through the bushes. Yeah. And he, nice. through. he had to go hide to avoid the spiders. I mean, yeah. there, there was a lot going on in there that if you had closed caption, you'd pick up on. But I mean, 
it's a lot of stuff that in just a small amount of time, because he's behind the bushes, mm-hmm. you didn't make it here. Uh, Heather, what was your favorite Good moment? Good insight. Oh, mine is when they're at the apartment. <laughs> this is great. And Nick's wearing cargo pants. And Schmidt says, <laughs> how are we going to transmit all this cargo? Oh, we're fine. <laughs> we have Nick's pants. Yeah. Well, then, well, yeah. friends of the party. That is, that is, that was a good one, Heather. That was a very Thank good one. Thank you. I, I, I have to say that no, none of those are better than when he says, a Thursday. I think the best part is how his whole body and face never moves. Like a Thursday. <laughs> Me speaking of Schmidt's face, um, I I also I love before they go on stage and they're in the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. And that smile is his real smile. You can tell he's having the time of his life. I agree. I feel like it was genuine all of them had genuine enthusiasm. So it's a zero on the dark count. And brings us to our favorite or funniest moment, which obviously mine is the gas mileage and Nick passing out. Joe, what was your favorite or funniest moment? Hmm. Let's see. I would say, yeah, I would say it'd have to be the the freaking out scene because yeah. <laughs> it's like two different, two different things. And and let me tell you, the octave or the note that Nick hit on that screen, yeah, probably hasn't been hidden since Michael Jackson lived. But I mean. It was it was high pitched. I agree. Heather, what was your favorite or funniest moment? Oh, okay. Well, my favorite was when they're all on stage singing. I mean, that is a beautiful, that's one of my favorite moments of the series. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But for funny, I did favorite and funniest. Funniest was just calling Prince stupid. Yes, that was a good one. I wonder whose idea that was. So that brings us to the honey roast. Um, first, I just like to get out of the way because we're running out of time. There's no bear reference that I caught in this episode. Honey Rose for best character performance, whatever in the episode, 100% minus Prince for loving the show, wanting to be on it, and just like being Prince and being on a TV show, like craziest thing I've ever seen on TV, I think. Heather, what is, what or who gets your Honey Roast? Um, mine goes to the team that is set design. Mm. That was gorgeous. Okay, good and call. All the purple, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of purple, which is Prince's color for sure. Joe, yep. what was, uh, who gets your honey roast? For this one, I think, man, it's it's so tough because it's, it's a toss between Jess and then it's also a toss between Nick and I think Winston and Coach had a funny uh, yeah, fire and ice. Nice. Yeah. 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 yeah, fire and ice isn't getting enough play during this podcast. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, oh, sorry. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's Nick though because he, he, he had to go through several, uh, mm. several scenarios in this show, from you know saying I love you, her not saying it back. Then he went and got drunk because she was with Prince, and there was all just a lot going on with Nick. So that was that was probably the true. Best. True. All good points. So that brings us to discussion questions. We only have seven minutes left. So Heather, I'm going to limit you to one for now. Uh, what discussion question would you like to ask? One discussion question? Yes. Okay. In, in every man's life, there is one party that changes everything. What were your guys's? I definitely don't have one. Joe, do you? 
Okay, rephrase that question again. Oh, okay, so they said in every man's life, there's one party that changes everything. Did you ever have a party that changed everything? Like not have it, like a party that changed something for the trajectory of your life. Oh, a party that changes the trajectory of my life? Oh my yeah. God. Joe looks um, like a Culkin right now. What do you want like I this? mean, I've had, I mean, I've been to a lot of parties, so I'm trying to think if any, you know, uh, if so, like some great thing happened at these parties, you know, that changed my life, but. It's okay if the answer's no. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I don't think there's anything life-changing because every party that I hosted always brought everybody together and that made me happy whether it was family whether it was friends whether it was clicks whether it was whatever it's just good to see everyone getting along so yeah it always gave me a good perspective on people and friends and stuff like that but other than that changed my life no because i mean i didn't really meet people at parties that change my life per se okay that's fair heather what about you um i would have to say it was when i threw my my first academy award party because that set me off on a, a tradition of doing it i got into the newspaper my email address was oscar lady i could go on but we're running out of time we are running out of time so my discussion question is have you ever gone to a famous person's house or a famous person's party and would you like to share heather can I have a minute? Joe? So can you rephrase that question? Oh <laughs> no, I'm gonna share my answer. With five minutes left, we cannot rephrase the question. I went to two celebrity-filled parties. My cousin worked for Den of Thieves, which produces the, v at the time, produced the VMAs, and this show called FN, because it stood for Friday night, FNM TV. So it sounds like you're saying FNM TV. <laughs> So I went to watch them be filmed. I took my daughter to see Miley Cyrus when she was the performer and we left immediately after. And that was major at the time, especially for someone her age. But then I went back just myself and I don't remember who the performer was, but I do remember that LL Cool J and Pink were like the co-hosts for the night. Pete Wentz um, hosted it. And I felt so, it was like the last episode of the season. So that's why she invited me. So I'd come to the rap party and I just like left. I couldn't handle it because I felt so not cool, not pretty, and I didn't know who to talk to or what to do. And I felt like asking for pictures was weird. And so I, I just basically got out of there as soon as I could because I didn't want to slow her down or cramp her style. Joe, now that you've heard the question, do you have an answer? It's okay if the answer's no. So I ran a very big venue in Los Angeles. Well, I, I didn't run it. I was part of the food and beverage operation. But for the Grammys, I was in charge of several huge stars dressing rooms, like giving them everything they need from their booze to their food to chamomile tea because they got to go on. And so uh, I, I never got intimidated because I was always around celebrities in my job and I just never got intimidated. But I mean, Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood walked around the corner and like usually I'm like, hi, how you doing? And I just... I don't know. It didn't come out right. It was like it was like I had laryngitis, but uh, she caught me off guard. But like you know, some some stars like Whitney Houston, you couldn't even look at her. I 
she requested chamomile tea, and I went and got it and went in the room, and there was like seven guys that jumped at me as soon as I said, oh, I got your tea, Miss Houston. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. She's good. And out the door, I had to go. I couldn't make eye contact. I couldn't do anything. So so I had very rigid rules around stars, but uh, – but I say Carrie Underwood is the only one that maybe I ever like maybe lost it. Okay, Heather, did you ever go to a celebrity party? Well, it wasn't at anyone's house, um, but I have been blessed with the experience to become personal friends with my favorite singer, Keaton Simons. Mm -hmm. So I've been to like the Roxy, the Troubadour, the Whiskey, all of these clubs. I've met Eric Roberts. I've met the cast of or cast members of Young and the Restless. And you and I also took your daughter to Danity Keen. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people know who Dan D. Kane is, so they're real excited. It's from the P. Diddy no, show I don't about dance. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, well, is it a dance troupe? I don't know. Oh, no, it was a girl group, Heather. They sang songs. Oh, but they learned how to dance on the show. Right. So we only have a minute left, so I'm going to have to wrap, wrap it up there, which is unfortunate because I feel like this is a really good discussion question sort of episode. But I have three more. We can't afford the corporate Zoom because it costs like $300. So this is, it is what it is, but we enjoy having you guys here with us while we reminisce about the Prince episode. We'll see you next week for season three, episode 15. I think it's when Jess's sister comes, but I can't remember. Ooh. So that'll be fun because Heather and I are sisters. We and are. That's it. Joe, you want to say goodbye in terms of saying goodbye or? Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, everybody. everybody.